Hello, you're listening to Masterful Librarian Podcast with your host, Marion Royal, helping librarians achieve greater relevance, meaning, and impact in a rapidly changing world. Hey, librarians. Thank you for tuning in for this episode of the podcast. It means so much to me that you're listening. You can find complete show notes for today's episode at masterfullibrarian.com slash EP-13. In my episode, Eight Proven Ways to Motivate and Inspire Your Library Team, I talked about asking your employees for their ideas and really listening to them. If you haven't listened to that episode, you can find that and download it at masterfullibrarian.com slash EP-9. You can also find the podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. But I know many of you are saying to yourselves, Something like, I ask my staff for input all the time, but almost no one volunteers ideas. Or you might be thinking that your staff is given lots of feedback about what needed to be changed or made better, but you've gotten nowhere with the solutions. Today, I have a solution for you. Ask better questions. If you've ever been involved with a strategic planning process, and I'm sure you have, you know that you frequently begin with a SWOT or S-W-O-T analysis. If you're not familiar with that acronym, it stands for Strengths, Weaknesses, Obstacles, and Threats. And in this process, you assess these four aspects of your library or your organization. So here's the problem with that tool. You probably already have a really good idea of what those things are, especially those obstacles and threats. You and your staff are very familiar with your challenges and and may talk about them and think about them a lot. And I'm willing to guess that many, if not most of them, haven't been overcome or neutralized. The solution again? Ask more powerful questions. Powerful framing questions don't have straightforward answers. They're open-ended and meaningful. They could be called adaptive questions because they evolve and and change and grow as you discuss them. They can't be answered with a simple solution. They require creativity and insight. Asking these powerful framing questions is called appreciative inquiry. The process was developed by David Cooperwriter and Suresh Srivastava, two professors at the Weatherhead School of Management at Case Western Reserve University in the 1980s. Cooperwriter recognized that, quote, people move in the direction of their conversations, unquote. What that means for you 
is that problem-centered questions such as, why aren't more teens attending our programs? Or why won't the language arts teachers collaborate with library staff? Keep a group stuck in the problem. They don't invite fresh viewpoints and creative thinking. What appreciative inquiry and appreciative questions do is to lead us into considering opportunities. In their book, Strategic Doing, 10 Skills for Agile Leadership, Ed Morrison and his co-authors from the Purdue Agile Strategy Lab say that, quote, if we focus on opportunities, we make sure that we do not fall into the ever-deepening chasm of problem analysis. We have the opportunity to think instead about possible alternatives, unquote. So when engaging your staff in an effort to address library challenges and uh, develop innovative and engaging strategies, powerful, open-ended framing or appreciative questions are your most effective tool. This isn't an easy practice, however. It does take practice and some trial and error. You want your questions to invite transformative and collaborative solutions. And it, it may take a few iterations to get to the right question to drive the conversation that you want to have. And it can be quite powerful to have your staff develop the question or questions together. And once you learn this technique, you can guide them in developing the framing question for the group. One simple way to begin this process is to start with the question, how might we? For instance, instead of asking your staff something like, why aren't more students using our online databases? Ask something like, how might we develop more interest in our online databases among students? The first question, why aren't more students using our online databases, is problem-centered and will likely send you into a problem-centric downward spiral where you end up just talking about the problem and not developing innovative ideas to address it. The second question, how might we develop more interest, invites brainstorming, exploration, and a focus on the desired outcome. From this simple start of how might we, you might move on to even more thought-provoking questions like, what would the library feel like if dozens of students or patrons were engaging with our online databases? And questions like, what impact would increased database use have on our funding requests? Once you've set the framing question, let your staff brainstorm and explore freely. You don't want judgments here about what's a good idea or what's not workable. Making those kinds of statements can squelch creativity and may cause some participants to completely shut down. 
and then you're losing a source of ideas and inspiration. What you want is participation and collaboration. Trust that when presented with the right question, your staff will rise to the challenge and work together to develop a vision and a plan. If your question is compelling, they will respond. I've personally witnessed group interactions in which the facilitator continuously praised input from some members while refusing to even acknowledge the input of others. That behavior will have a chilling effect on the group as a whole and will frustrate your efforts to get the best possible outcomes and solutions. In fact, I was in a class last year online in which the instructor regularly did that to one student in particular. No matter what that student offered, it was criticized. It wasn't good enough. And guess what? That person dropped the class after three weeks, and we lost the benefit of her ideas and her solutions. You also want to avoid the question why or the why question. Why tends to put people on the defensive and also keeps their attention focused on the problem, not the solution. Why did you do that or why is this happening tends to shut people down and does not inspire and invoke creative solutions. In general, why questions are the least effective of all. Even in our own interpersonal conversations, it's not the best choice. Once you've set the question to your staff, your powerful framing question, it's your turn to be silent. Just shut your mouth and listen. You might be about to strike gold. And this was always a challenge for me because I'm like a natural problem solver, but I had to learn to be quiet. It's crucial. Resist the impulse to answer your own question or to try and get the ball rolling with some suggestions. That won't inspire your staff. It's also important to let your staff be silent for a bit. Pose the question and then give them time to think, to gather their thoughts and to get their creative juices flowing. Resist that urge to elaborate or ask another question. Be comfortable with the silence. In her February article titled, How Comfortable Are You With Silence? Sandra McDowell says this, and I quote, Learning to resist the urge to solve problems or save others from silence takes practice, but the impact is profound. When you give others the time and space they need to respond, their respect and trust for your relationship increases and their solution-based thinking is heightened. In my experience, more clarity almost always follows a period of silence, unquote. 
If you learn this process of asking powerful questions and then genuinely listening and encouraging responses, you'll find that your staff meetings turn into exciting, engaging creation fests instead of sleep-inducing monologues or periods of uncomfortable and unproductive silence. To learn more about asking good questions, I recommend that you look at the website of the Center for Appreciative Inquiry at centerforappreciativeinquiry.net. You might also want to get your hands on a copy of the book Strategic Doing, 10 Skills for Agile Leadership by Edward Morrison et al. And you can also find lots of great articles on this topic by searching the term Appreciative Questions on Google or on your favorite browser. And I've included a short list of resources in today's show notes that you can reference. So in closing, I want to ask, how might you inspire your staff to greater collaboration and creative problem solving by asking powerful questions? Thanks so much for listening to Masterful Librarian Podcast. Please share the show with other librarians who also want to achieve greater relevance, meaning, and impact in a rapidly changing world. If you're listening on the Apple iTunes app, please review the show. Until next time, keep making a difference. Bye now.